0: is the aqua sensory podcast i'm your host joe wilson in this show you will learn all about sensory harmony in water for babies and the early years because when we grow to love connect and respect water learning follows naturally i'm so excited to have emmy kitson today talking to us emmy you have been such a big part of my swim journey i'm so appreciative for everything that you do i mean my son now kane can you believe he is coming up to 21 and i took him to your classes oh. in northampton Aqualite babies Wow, he was under six months old, and I absolutely fell head over heels with baby swimming and just all of your approaches. It made such an impact on me. So, I do want to let everybody know to say thank you, Emmy. You are the reason why I am in baby swimming today. <laughs>
1: bless you that's all good I can't believe he's 21 that does make me feel like I've been doing this for a very long time (laughs) but then I was just a young mummy myself when I started Mm -hmm. which was when did I start yeah 2000 2001 I think something like that I had my little one in 2000 and then well he's not so very little anymore he'll be 23 in September so uh, yes that is the amount of time I've been doing it and I started with birthlight obviously in uh, Cambridge so yeah when I started my my mother-in-law actually booked me some classes because she knew I loved swimming and she saw that I had postnatal depression as well with my first one which was really bad really bad um and then she booked me classes in Cambridge so it took me half an hour to get to the class I'd do the class and it took me half an hour to get home again but I absolutely loved it like you fell in love with it I met Amanda and Francois so Amanda Gorthrop and Francois Freeman there and yeah that became my my mission then was to help other parents connect with their children the way I connected with Bradley and I can remember him laying on my chest oh I still get emotional about it now I remember him laying on my chest and I looked at him and I suddenly went oh my goodness he's my baby and I love him Um, and it was this massive which I know now was like a rush of hormones but at the time it was it was so special and it was that point that I thought I need to help other parents do this because yeah. this has helped me so much. Yeah. And that was my aim. And I remember our 10-year anniversary, which again only feels like yesterday, but it was, mm. you know, 13 years ago. But our 10-year anniversary was one the first comment that I got in my little book mm. was, you helped me connect with my son. And I don't know what I would have done without you. And at that point I was like, oh my goodness, that's all I, that's all I ever wanted was yeah. parents to connect with their babies.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and be the best parent that they could be for that baby at that time. And I definitely, you know, felt that swimming was the best thing that could do that, you know, really facilitate that. look at me, I've got tears and everything. No,
0: that's bit, good. So. I mean, do you know yeah. what? It is emotional because I feel exactly the same, you know, just listening to that. I've got all the hairs on my arms and I feel that absolute pull inside, isn't it? It's so reciprocal. We are in you know, a lovely, almost like love bubble together when we are with our little ones. And then we're holding on to these memories so much. It actually it's It's so deep, isn't it? So then when we are really yeah. thinking about it, we're still getting those same memories. And it's it's so emotional, isn't it? You often just forget about how what people have actually said. But you you don't forget about how that person or that how that moment actually felt. And it's such a felt moment. And I mean, that's what babies are feeling as well. Really deep in their senses. Might not have memories, but they have felt memories. So it is emotional, Emmy. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. It's okay to be emotional. I I feel exactly (laughs) the same. It's it's really. Yeah, it's 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 nice. We are just giving so much to parents and and just, yeah, the fact that we're both still doing it and, you know, we, we still work together and yes. quite close with our swim schools helping each other in the industry. But, wow, the industry has really changed, hasn't it, Absolutely. over the last 20 years. And what I loved about your approach and, yes, you know, let's really honour our foundations of birth flight, you know, the holistic approach to baby swimming.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I can remember my, like I say, my first classes and sort of, I would say, <laughs> pushing Bradley in the nicest possible way yeah. under the water and letting him come up at the side. And there was a bit of coughing and spluttering and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And funny enough, I remember Amanda as well taking photos. This was way before, you know, photos were yeah, a thing, yeah, yeah. taking a photo of Bradley underwater because she was a diver. So she had her, her diving camera and a diving mask on and it. He was probably about nine or 10 months by that point, and it absolutely terrified him. He loved her before that, and watching him, watching her underwater taking photos of him, he just freaked. Actually, no, he was a little bit older, so he was a little bit older. He just freaked, absolutely yeah. freaked, yeah. and he still, bless him, and she'll, she'll hate me for saying this, but he still doesn't trust her even now, and I know that sounds very funny, but actually it's so deep you yeah. know and he always says to me I like Manman but I just don't know there's just something I just don't trust yeah. her and I said that's 20 years ago that that happened but actually like you were saying about the memories that's embedded in him mm. he loves her to pieces but he doesn't you know he just yeah, has that feeling, that emotional her, feeling and it's still yeah. there which is really interesting when you were talking about it because it does make yeah make lots of, of sense and I know that babies feel this and it's a it's kind of a and they feel like it's an instinct but actually it was caused by trauma and we can pinpoint with him very lucky really to pinpoint when that trauma happened
0: yeah
1: and now 20 years later to see the impact of it yeah. is quite you know i i can definitely see firsthand how these sort of forced submersions have impacted and can impact children as well so yeah
0: definitely no the industry definitely has changed i mean when i was training it was very much a structured approach. We had to give our little ones a cue, a command. It was very much sort of almost like name, ready, go. Mm-hmm. And we, as the instructor, would hold the child. And it would be, it, it would be gentle because we were still birth trained. It was still yeah. in, a, in a gentle way, but it was still a, commute, a cue and command. And, you know, the, the baby would be gently flowed to parents but of course you know some parents would then take that and then it would be more of a push or as you say you know some of the times it wasn't as gentle when there was a lot of photos around photo shoots in actual fact I remember that we were one of the first baby swim companies to turn around and say no just we're not mm-hmm. doing photos anymore and parents are like what and I was like, no, no more underwater photos. You know, babies were just not respecting babies. And that was like going against the industry. It felt a bit of a bat, it felt such a bold move at the time. But it just yeah, didn't what, right, did it? What
1: year was that? I can't quite remember because I've, got, oh, thinking, I've got 2012, 2010, 2012 somewhere.
0: Yeah, yes, it was. It was around about, yes, it, it was 2011 2012 yeah Yeah. it was before aquasensory aquasensory is 10 years that's 2013 and it was before that because I just felt that it wasn't respecting babies in in the deep way and I wasn't listening to babies and that's when I could see it visually as well you know babies would have a hand up no, no, don't do no.
1: this. Thing. I was looking at some of the videos, saying to you, looking at some of the videos of, of when I used to teach and what I did teach. And I found a training video oh, yeah. that was very small training. And it was the point that I remembered, I remember myself going, oh, I don't think I like this anymore. And I was training somebody else to do the submersions for the camera. And so I take, I normally we just take a photo, didn't you? But I took a video down and back up again to show them the whole process. And I remember, and I've got the video still, and I remember looking at the videos going, oh, that looks pretty horrible. Yeah. I need to balance what we're doing now because actually in the photos is a snapshot, it's a quick piece. But when you've got that video and you see them being submerged in the way that they were submerged in front of the camera, yeah, it was very different. And I and I hadn't, although we were always saying, do it naturally, do it gently, even though those were natural, gentle movements, even though the teacher was doing that, the child still under the water looked like stressed yeah so it was yeah it was quite interesting but I was just going back a little bit because when about so 2000 so 2000 I started with my son and then 2004 I had my second son Mm. and by that point I'd already started to think actually I really want to make this immersion nicer more natural yeah Yeah. more natural than it even was then and I remember creating something called which I used to call manta ray with my son Lucas so Lucas is now 19 and I used to hold him on my wrists facing towards me so no hands no holding no physical holding with the hands. just to balance on my wrists. i'd take a breath i'd step backwards i'd allow him to go under the water my hands would come down i'd breathe in and i'd pick him back up again and it was so relaxed and it was like Mm. a meditative meditation Mm. and walking at the same time it was just i loved it absolutely loved it and he loved it as well because he was like he used to wait for it and look at me and go come on put me underwater sort of thing and he really, really enjoyed it. And that was so that was what, 2004, 2005. And I thought, oh, yeah, we really need to sort of make this kind of really, really relaxed. And actually, there's a way we can work with the breath. Yeah. And then I spoke, Well, I did a, a presentation in New Zealand in 2007 with, mm. well, that was Francois's presentation on. And it was called something like looping the loop of cultural change or something like that about baby yeah. swimming. And how we're coming back to the more natural way. And that was 2007. Wow. You know, so even then, there was this start to be pulled towards the very forced submersions and things like that. So people coming over from South Africa and America and whatever and showing us different ways. But I always remember meeting Nell White. She was amazing in in New Zealand. And she was like one of the grandmummies of baby swimming. But yeah, she was really, really amazing. And showing and talking to her about submersion and talking to her about just generally baby swimming. And we never really focused on submersion. It was all about the balance, the buoyancy, the breath, really trying to integrate all of those things to allow the baby to swim mm. rather than thinking about dunking them under the water, if you like. And I always remember, so a, a lady called Andrea, who used to work for Denise West, and she, Denise ran ABC. Do you remember yeah, Denise? Yeah, 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 of course you know Denise. So she, uh, she, we were in a training session and she turned around and she said to me something like, Oh, I always say it to my parents, don't don't dunk babies, they're not biscuits. And nice. I was like, Oh, brilliant. I love it. Or don't yeah. dunk them. I can't remember how she phrased it. I think it was yeah. they're not biscuits, don't dunk them. That was it. They're not biscuits, don't dunk them. And I just went, Oh, Andrea, I said, I love it. I'm gonna borrow that one.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: she was just, you know, she was so passionate about that, mm-hmm. that natural relaxed swimming. Unfortunately, Denise doesn't do baby swimming anymore, which is a bit sad, but she's got her own past to follow and stuff. But yeah, it was. The, the cpd that i created i think was it was called submersion with love nice. before i've forgotten his name terrio yes that's right yeah did yeah. his was his book actually called that have i got that? no
0: his was called swim with love i think swim with
1: love. yeah so i did the cpd of submersion with love in 2010 so probably around about the same yeah. sort of time he was creating it. i'm not sure when or whatever but yeah. i've got the i've got the copy of that and i you know <laughs> that submersion with love was just really come on guys don't yep dunk them just yeah you know yeah, allow yeah. them to feel that balance allow them to feel that buoyancy mm. and, and i trained in watsu as well as you, as you know but yeah the principles of watsu are balance internally externally yeah. you know it's about being balanced in the water and allowing the energy to flow and that's what i bring through or I was trying to bring through into the submersion side of it and yeah you know helping him just offer different approaches and
0: Yeah, Yeah. I love it. And it works as well. We don't have to have... You know, harsh cues. It's reading the body of the baby, isn't it? And being absolutely yeah. in it's time. Right. And yeah, I absolutely love. Don't dunk babies. They're not biscuits. It's a bit <laughs> of a a bit of a term that we love to say. And, and parents parents do, don't they? They do often come and they say, "When are we going to dunk them?" Yeah. So it's a nice little antidote to sort of throw out there a little bit of humour. But actually, there's there's a respect practiced definitely, but behind it as well.
1: And parents um, don't feel like they're being told off if you say it that way as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, That's to not do that, we do... we're there to support. We're not there to to tell them. You know, tell yeah, them off,
0: no, no but. definitely. But you're so good with your swimming with babies. You know how you, I just remember that all the lovely times that you know, I I used to absolutely love, you know, swimming with Kane and Millie, and that love of togetherness in the pool. And you can achieve the underwater work. Really together, can't you? It doesn't always have to be a separate, or or definitely not a thing that we have to do to the
1: baby or the child. Very much. um, I think it's more about allowing them to feel. And I've always said this, you know. I've even skimming back to my promotional video that I did in, I know, two thousand two, I think it was, uh, where I've got a picture or a video of me swimming with a baby on my chest. And I always used to say, and I always still say, you know, allow that baby to feel the movements that you're making in the water, and the baby will copy. We yeah. don't teach babies how to talk. They just do yeah. it. We don't teach them how to walk. They just do it. And it's the same with swimming. You don't have to teach them to swim. If you swim with them, they will pick all of that up, you know, and that's the approach that I've always taken. A lot of my parents, even the ones that are really scared about coming in the water, we work together into trying to help them understand the balance. And again, I keep going back to balance and buoyancy, balance and buoyancy yeah, all the time, yeah, but it, yeah. it really is. And that breath, how to use their breath to be able to to move in the water and how to feel comfortable. And then once they're comfortable, that automatically transfers transfers to the child. The child and the baby are more comfortable to come swim, go underwater, be above the water, have a noodle, not have a noodle. You know, I don't get I've, I've never really had a lot of the problems that some other teachers do have. And I know that that's not, you know, I shouldn't say maybe, but we've always had a very, very natural approach and a very, very mindful approach when it comes to babies and what they want and how they want to do it. And it's always led by example. It's, you know, the parents teaching them because they love it because they want to be there rather than, you are here and you will go underwater that sort of a, you know
0: yeah no it's something I'm really passionate about because teachers do often come to me and they're all in a little bit of a muddle with submergence it doesn't have to be like that at all Mm. and when we talk about just babies being free in the water and perhaps even starting you know as a cheek dip and parents modeling a cheek dip you know that is babies really fully expressing the water in their face that's a submersion as well I think sometimes even the word as you know Emmy, I've sort of changed the terminology in our swim school to dips and dives to and particularly face dips rather than then hopefully that visualizes it doesn't necessarily mean a full under the water but yeah if we can just share these magic moments of just you know water on the cheek and water around the head and little sprinkles have you got any should we share with our listeners your sort of top submersion practices and tips have you got anything Um, anything
1: yeah i mean we allow i think the word allow to Mm, me don't stop them from going under you know when they're jumping in from the side allow them to feel the water allow them to know that they're going to go under and pick them up allow them to be a little bit nervous that's okay you know, forcing them to be scared is very different to allowing them to be nervous. Allow them to say, "Oh, mummy, that wasn't. I wasn't sure about that." You know, and be there to comfort them. I think one of the things what I, I really liked oh, quite a while back. I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was actually Zara that was talking about it, and she said about doing immersions. I yes. think she called it immersion or something like that. And I went, like, "Oh, yeah, I really like because immersing yourself in water, surrounding yeah. yourself with this beautiful, yeah. you know, thing is is really good." And I love that word. We, t- we tend to just say allow, really, if I'm honest, in the pool, yeah. it's allow them to go under, allow them to feel it, allow them to climb, allow them to, you know, just yeah. allow, allow them to do what they need to do. But be there as a framework, help, which helps, sorry, connect them with each other, you know, which is, again, the primary goal was connection yeah, of definitely. parent and child. Yeah. And the swimming just comes because they enjoy it, because they want to go under the water. And I think as a teacher, I would say one of the top tips would be go with your gut. If it doesn't yeah. feel right, what you're teaching, doesn't matter who's taught you. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Do something that you feel right with and you feel comfortable with and you can justify in a in a really emotional, you know, connected way. Because I do, I still have teachers like you coming to me and saying, oh, actually, you know, I've, I know you taught me to do this. And I was like, yeah, I might have taught you to do that, but that was like, 15 years ago would you like me to teach you to do something else now <laughs> um so yeah and just stay stay focused with sort of i say all the latest techniques and things like that but yeah just do what do what your gut says I think yeah so,
0: no um, I love the as you say I love the word allow because I think you know we don't often realize how much we are holding the child too tight Mm. and then again as you say that's not allowing free movement it's very subtle isn't it and I think this is one of the things that I'd love to share it isn't big moves it's for a baby it's very small subtle moves they're working a lot of the time also on intentions what is our intention is Mm. our intention to to be their safe harbor so just even that eye contact with hands out that baby will be able to know that the intention is that they are safe and we are there for them and they can read our cues as well whereas if we're too far away baby will know and then stop and what happens then if we're not reading them sometimes we'll get a little bit impatient and be pulling them in so I think baby can really read us so it's to have that intention to say to them yeah that's it I'm here for you you're safe I heard the the Austrian swim conference now I think it was Sebastian that said it I loved it it's an expression it was like would you like mummy to catch you or the water to catch you and I thought that was oh, quite
1: nice. brilliant. <laughs> I love that. So the love
0: child that. will choose. How I'm not? going to use
1: that one, definitely. That's yeah. Really cool. But it wasn't... is, it's that choice for the child, isn't it? And I think yeah. it kind of goes with the whole parenting, you know, different ways of parenting obviously it works differently for each parent. But yeah. I always see, as you know, I home educated my kids for five years. And in that time, I got to meet lots of different parents, see lots of different parenting styles yeah. and help. A lot of parents kind of work out where their their skill set was and what they wanted to do with their children, how they wanted to parent their children. But that is parenting in the water. I think that's Francois' phrase, isn't it? Water parenting. Yeah, water
0: parenting. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And
1: it is. It's really helping them connect and be the best parent that they can be in the water. Yeah. And being there to support them. Going to say something else, then it's gone out of my head. Never mind. I, oh, it I'm will. Sure come, come it, I'm sure it will. am <laughs> sure it will come back. But no, I mean, it's it is it's lovely,
0: as you say. And I do think there is now more awareness of different parenting styles and I think the pandemic has had a huge impact on us as a society you know you you often see parents and children coming in on high alert and quite stressed and then you have some that you know are completely relaxed and you know it's for us not to sort of judge but to really meet our parents and our children where they are in that moment in time and in that day and just build relationships with them really isn't it that they can trust us and we can and we can help and support because the water offers so much it is a real healer isn't it a connector a relationship builder
1: we're not just teaching them to swim no definitely not and I you know when just going back to when you were saying about connecting and and helping them allow and helping them meet them where they are Mm. in the beginning we've got a really beautiful practice that was part of the jahara technique i don't know whether you've come across that yes one. i jahara, have yeah in spain beautiful. yeah yeah really beautiful yeah and part of that technique teaches just to be aware but awareness of the spine and the movement of the mm-hmm. spine and if you focus on the parent and the parent's body position the parents how they feel the spine yeah. movement of the parent like i say that transfers into the child really really easily and quickly and you can you can calm a class quite yeah. quickly By just getting the parents to sort of work a little bit and thinking about themselves and they don't focus so much on what that baby's doing and then that can help the baby calm as well because they're not the focus of what's happening and that stress builds up and they you know you're watching them and looking at them and are they going to be okay are they going to lick the water Are they going to drink it are they going to you know so what are they going to do so if you focus on the parents sometimes I feel that that helps really yeah diffuse and calm the the parents and the, the babies as well
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I love that. We often maybe use a wall again, just giving a little bit. If parents are new parents with little ones, put back against the wall, gives them a bit more stability and then just bring an awareness, Mm. feet or the breath. Or have you ever tried this one? It's one of my favorites. So, you know, you can get jelly on a plate on a mat Mm. and quite often the little ones are having a wibble wobble, whether or not they're on their tummy or their bottom we could actually be wibble wobble jelly in the pool ourselves. So we can wiggle and our our little ones can wiggle and just that lovely movement. It adds in a little bit more fun and we can flow together and, you know, having something where it's a shared practice and it's a little bit more flowy to start with really helps again it's not a sort of that structure you have to do this now we're doing this now we're doing that
1: <laughs> it's got that's quite funny actually because our jelly on a plate we start off on the board and literally the second verse is jelly in the pool jelly in the pool oh no! Nice. Wobble, wobble jelly in the pool so yeah funny enough yeah, we do. <laughs> so you have a wiggle, wiggle <laughs> yeah wiggle. we have that wiggle and we have that movement and that understanding yeah and just and grounding parents as well, getting them to feel their feet on the floor and mm. just even walking around. Some people don't know how to walk around the pool, but they're desperate to bring their babies swimming because they don't want the babies to pick up that fear, do they?
0: Yeah, um, definitely. So even
1: those, you know, meet, like I say, meet them where they are and then sort of take them forward from that. Yeah,
0: and that's a really good point because people might not to do that. Water walks. So when mm. they come down the steps, actually we always start on poolside or even in the changing rooms, and that's part of our aquasensory approach and, you know, bring in parents into themselves and checking in and then allowing them to walk around the pool. They take in the sights and sounds, but their babies do as well. And again, it's just those few minutes for everybody to just go, ah, I'm here. It's swim time. What can you see? What can you feel? What can you hear? And it's a nice settling way of the class rather than all down the steps in a circle. Now it's a song. And then we're all sort of performing it's just another another way of, of approaching that and welcoming
1: so yeah to me. I remember learning well, that from you and going back to the changing rooms and going right I'm going to start right from here and I met was meeting yes. the parents they were somebody else was teaching I was meeting the parents just having right we're gonna we're trying this new approach <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know let's just try it and I thought actually I need to just do it I knew it was I felt that it was right for a long long time but yeah. never had the ability to do it because I was always in the pool and then I got the opportunity, like I say, I met the parents outside and it made so much difference to the classes that they just entered more calm, you know. Yeah. And I did some workshops with Sarah Noble-Kendrick as well. nice. And yeah. we created those workshops together and yeah. really looked at what is it that the babies need and definitely the approach, like I say, right from the beginning, okay, we're coming swimming, get out of the car, breathe for a second, yeah. pick up your bag and just walk, you know, just really, really calm and relaxed. So it's that, like you say, it's that whole swim journey. not just get in the pool and start and there's a place for that as well you know some of my toddlers absolutely love it and thrive off it because they're ready for swimming yeah and they get in the pool they're like I want to song I want to song and that's brilliant as well so there is a place for both isn't there yeah
0: I definitely I think we're all different we're all unique we've all got different personalities and temperaments sometimes we need more sensory sometimes less very much as you say you know that just right approach meeting our little ones and parents giving them that support have you got anything exciting coming up emmy anything to share i know that you do lots and lots of teacher training and we work together with all new teachers and courses i'm gonna great. Try and, uh, send everybody your way to get trained <laughs> i'm gonna like.
1: try and do some more swimming With babies, and uh, maybe you know, a lot of people have asked me again for the submersion CPD. Yeah, you should. Simply because you know, when the SCA changed the approach, a lot of people still feel a sort of bit left in the dark of, well, well, how do I actually do this? Yeah. So I have been called to do a lot of submersion CPDs. I might try some more online stuff, Joe. I know you can. Yeah, you should. Um,
0: Yeah, my son's told me to
1: write a book. I'm not going to do that, but. (laughs) i, don't, I, don't but no, I think yeah so just just a few more cpds yeah. and things yeah
0: yeah no i should like we should wrap it up there smersion with love i'm gonna hold you to that now emmy yes
1: okay yeah, well said i've already got like say like, 2010
0: i've created that one so. yeah 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 it's out there it's coming everybody let's pass everybody your way no i can't wait and uh, we've we've we can really help and support each other, So that's amazing. I'll pop all your links below so people can get in touch because you are such a wealth of knowledge. We often pick each other's brains, don't we? And we co, you know, collaborate with different workshops and things because we're only down the road. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Emmy, I want to just say again, don't get emotional, but thank you so much. You are the reason why I am doing baby swimming and
1: I just feel so passionate and you know so much gratitude for everything that you do well thank you joe and thank you for having me it's just it's yeah it's been a pleasure all my life and it will hopefully continue for a long time
0: yeah definitely yeah no me too we share that passion thank you for listening to the aqua sensory way it's so nice to have you here tuning in today let's connect again soon I'd love you to find out more about creating sensory harmony in water. Come and join us on our socials and in our community Facebook group, Aqua Sensory Connections.